Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Hail Varsity continues. We're powered by Cornhead Logger, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. 489-1240, 489-1240. So a little bit from, from Matt Rule. Let's get to some footballs. We did basket, uh, baseball, I should say. We'll dive into a, a, a bracket uh, update, too. Where's Nebraska at as they uh, have their bye week, waiting for Penn State Saturday. But Matt Rule touched on the standard. This was his sit-down with Greg Sharp. Last night, and uh, the Matt Rule uh, portion of the uh, HSN uh, monthly uh, sit-down, and this was pretty good from the standard standpoint. And we've heard Coach Barnett. We've asked him about how do you kind of build a team from the ground up. He's done it with Northwestern and then uh, fixed a lot of ills at, at Colorado when, when Skippy Neuheisel was there, and he came in and had to flip it around. I know that doesn't make many of you smile that it was the buffs we're talking, but he has great perspective on it. Well, Rule uh, touched on the, just what this year too, how it's different and what some of the, the directions going. You saw videos this morning uh, with winter conditioning and, and Matt drills going on. I think it's crucial. It's, it's where you establish uh, your standards, you know, what you're going to tolerate, you know, what you're going to accept, what you're not going to tolerate. I think it's where you build brotherhood, you know, um, you and I don't have to listen to the same music. We don't have to. We don't have to like the same food. But if I look over and I see you paying a price, and I'm paying the same price, then you know, then I know uh, I can count on you when things get hard. And so, um, the more you look at like research, the more you look at sport, the more you look at life, I think you start to realize like doing things hard things is really important. You know, we have to challenge ourselves. We have to push ourselves. It's not punishment. It's an opportunity. And so. Guys coming in, working hard, working together, uh, recognizing that what they thought was possible, what they thought was their limit really wasn't their limit. They can go beyond that. Um, I think that's, that's what's going to make us great. We hear Coach McBride talk about guys not knowing really what hard work is or not understanding the level of work it takes or needs to get to a certain level. And I think that's fair. I mean, just the way Nebraska practices, the way they develop – I know they went five and seven last year. The fact that they had three quarterbacks ready and you were in three ball games and it didn't look pretty at all. I'm not selling you that, <laughs> but you had a chance to to find a way, right? And you have a chance to find a way with presumably better quarterback play this year, a rock star defense that's even better and more sure of themselves with a second year, and you have talent and you have that depth of talent. It can be nice. I know we talked win totals yesterday, but that all is part of the equation here. Uh, Rule also, and we heard Evan Bland talk a little bit about the, the Tony White situation. There's just, there, there's comfort 
in the direction, but they're not getting comfortable. They're really trying to, to be uncomfortable with how they're pushing these guys. And some of the new faces uh, bring a whole new idea, mindset, and talent level you got to match or exceed, at least in these workouts. We'll see once uh, spring ball starts up and they get on the field. But it, it sounds it sounds a lot like 30 years ago. And I'm not predicting championships. I'm just saying the way they're working sounds a lot like 30 years ago. And it's, it's an interesting conversation to be had because – Matt Rule talks about the standard plenty um, in, in rising to that standard. And while the standard doesn't change from year one to year two from the coaching staff's perspective, you want the competition. You talk about better quarterback play, new faces coming in on the defense. you got new faces on a lot of places on the offensive side of the ball. So while their standard doesn't change, the competition required to meet that standard does change. And therefore, the effort required to meet that standard does change. And the effort doesn't change, but or sorry, the standard doesn't change, but it kind of does. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if if all that makes sense, like you have to 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 keep on raising the standard through that added competition, through that added effort. While the 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 standard that's expected on the field remains the same, what is required to meet that standard is going to raise. And like the, the best example I can give is you talk about the defense being more sure of themselves in year two, second year under the system. Well, on the flip side of things other teams are going to have film. Oh, here's how we tried to attack this 3-3-5 last year. It didn't work for us, but this play and this play, this play, it found good success. Let's build a different game plan in year two facing this 3-3-5 defense and see what can happen. So while the standard of that 3-3-5 defense doesn't change, the the effort and intensity that's required from that defense on the field next fall in order to meet that standard yet again, that's going to be raised. And that's kind of as you, you talk about the build of this program the uh, the the upward trajectory. That's that's kind of where I come down to in terms of how big a jump can you make this year. Well, what type of added effort and added competition is going to be brought in in order to to give guys uh, a tougher path to reach that same level of standard? You know, it is Valentine's Day, and I think Mama and I are going for a drink later. That'll be fun uh, whenever she gets uh, off of work. And uh, Elijah, we kind of toyed with this. Uh, Events at the uh, Kansas City parade shifted things pretty rapidly with breaking news in the sports world. But it it is Valentine's Day and uh, the the topic of sports crush. We we played, not to sound like weird or or, or, or too uh, warm and fuzzy, but everybody had that moment, that play, that, that athlete that hooked you. As a sports fan, as a young dude or gal, and said, "Man, I I, I want to watch this team. I want to follow this team." And I, you know, to me, I I go back to to Turner Gill and Mike Rogier. I mean, those were a couple of the guys. Obvious take, but it's kind of my era. Five six years old when they're ridden and rolling, and just saw a lot of fun. And, and then growing up, it was Broderick Thomas, right? Broderick Thomas, Kenny Walker. Those were my guys. Those are, those are two, uh, two guys on the defense, defensive side that really hooked me. And like, man, they're, they're a ton of fun to watch. For basketball, guys my era, even though I sucked forever at basketball, and that can be confirmed by many, uh, it was Jordan. And, and, and I'm like everybody else, right? <laughs> uh, I'm like everybody else. Yeah, Jordan was the dude, or maybe you're a Larry Bird guy or Magic Johnson of a certain era. Maybe you're LeBron now. That's fine. But 
you know, when you think of uh, somebody that was your sports crush slash, uh, you know, who game team, whatever, really hooked you as a sports fan. Do you have one? What what hooked you for Denver? Was it was it Peyton? No, no. Well, here for Denver, as a Broncos guy, um, and my dad can attest this if he's out there listening. Um, my dad had had two different VHSs. One. So you you got you fell victim to the VHS as well. Oh, because yeah. that's how I learned about the scoring explosion. Oh, the ninety-seven Babysit- Broncos. Babysitter would put in the VHS of the eighty-four Orange Bowl. Have a swig, a Jack, and it's not going to end well. But this was a great game. <laughs> yeah, here here's the VHS. The Broncos, nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, Super Bowl, what, Super Bowl 30, quick some, do some quick math here, Super Bowl 35? Something like that. Something like that uh, against the Packers. Me and, and Roman numerals don't get along. And the VHS Broncos against the uh, the, the Falcons in the 98 season. Uh, and one more, as much as it pains me to say. So there, there, there was one that could have been Elway. There was one that was also the, the chronicle of the 2004 Patriots season. Mm. I loved to watch as a little kid, and obviously I did not grow up to, to love the Patriots. I went to that game. Did you? Yeah, with, with Champ Bailey. No, 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 no. No, with, with the, the oh the the ninety nine yard pick six. Yeah, yeah. The 04, okay. the 04 divisional game that was Brady's first playoff loss. Yep that that game well, um, with Pharmacist Jeff. It was great. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those like the old VHSs sparked my my love. But like I also think about like Nebraska history growing up as a Lincolnite. It's got to be Nebraska Colorado 08. With, with Sue, with Sue returning and it, and Alex, Alex Henry. Henry kick. That was the game that inspired my dad to like finally pull a trigger. We're gonna get some Husker season tickets okay. next year. So that that was the game that was like, yeah, you know what, Nebraska is something special to me. Was had to have been the 2008 Nebraska Colorado game, and, and Justin Dominic and Sue, what he did over those two years, like had to love it, dude. It was it was cool. Uh, Brandon checks in Barry Sanders for me. He was a one man wrecking crew. Brandon, you are not wrong. Some of us sold popcorn for midget football and sold popcorn and sold more popcorn to win two seats to see Nebraska play Oklahoma State, i.e. Barry Sanders, came to town. Awesome game, shootout, score fest is a better term today, forgive me. And, and yeah, Barry was the man. I followed him in Detroit. I loved watching him play in Detroit. Uh, Steve checks in with your sports crush. Steve's a big Steelers guy, loves the Reds and, and Philadelphia 76ers, the Steel Curtain, Big Red and Dr. J. Amen, man, especially Dr. J, that windmill dunk of the, the Lakers, the early 80s on tape delay, Big Red Machine, both of them, Nebraska football and uh, Johnny Bench and Pete Rose. Those are some good years, man. The 70s were incredible. Uh, Moonbot, when he talks sports crush, checks in. Bo Jackson versus Denver. <laughs> Bo knows the end zone, I think. No I know. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, uh, well-documented man on Detroit and how you became a Lions fan with Barry Sanders. That's all good. Your sports crush, keep them coming. We still have time before six. We've got a jock doc coming up, but the team or the player that made you fall in love with your favorite team and uh, you've detailed it well. And my guy, Broderick Thomas, love that dude, uh, was awesome, along with, uh, of course, Rogier. The, the triplets, Friar Rogier, Gil, 
It was it was cool. But you know what's unique for for me, and I'm not sure if you all feel the, the same way. What did you let me ask you about the NBA? Because you're a big NBA guy. Oh, the Mellow and Iverson Nuggets years. Okay, that's see, and they also they also made me hate the Lakers more than make me love the Nuggets. Made me hate the Lakers because at the end of every single year, it's the Nuggets make it to the postseason, historic year it, for the Nuggets, and oh, here comes the Lakers in five games. Oh no! It's fascinating that both of them coexisted on a team together. <laughs> They both. They each needed forty shots a quarter. Great for five-year-old Elijah to to, to grow up watching the Nuggets. <laughs> Dad, take the over prop on shot attempts but, by AI. But I want to get your thoughts on this. I feel like some of the the things, and it's weird to say sports crushes because I like women, not men. But like a lot of sports personalities that I grew up loving. I mean, Jay Billis. I know he's on the younger end, but then other people, the college game day crew. You would thank you for saying that. I know we would like like the people that. That I grew up watching on TV. Stuart Scott's another great one of, of just like sports personalities that I grew up watching. Stephen A. Smith, like all these people with sports their center. their passion for sports made me fall in love with sports too. So I want to make sure that the people that cover media oh, or sure. cover sports are also thrown in there because uh, I was the kid that every single morning, you better believe while I'm while I'm eating my Wheaties, I got Sports Center pulled up on you're TV. You're not wrong. My brother and I, brother, man, it was it was good. It was Oberman and it was Dan Patrick. Oh yeah, and it was those two doing tag team Sports Center. It was good. Ken Griffey Jr. It wasn't a Mariners fan, but I, I remember seeing his first game. The highlights. Jackson checks in. It was Levante versus Ohio State. It's when he became a Husker fan. Hale uh, Varsity continues four eight nine twelve forty. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time, your Wednesday at Hale Varsity, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, where you can download the show. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Uh, give us a follow. Tell a friend. Also, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. That's uh, where you can also rewatch the show. 489-1240. Reminder about your friends uh, with the Supernovas, Omaha Supernovas, in action the 15th. And... Um, Listen, if you haven't had a chance to get to CHI and check them out, do so. You can log on, supernovas.com, and uh, get uh, season tickets if they're still available and single match tickets. Take the friend, uh, take the family, take friends, and uh, get out there. See uh, pro volleyball that have uh, just incredible talent. And uh, you know what? Must see volleyball. The NCAA Olympians, national champions, world-class talent, and uh, supernovas.com where you log on. We were talking sports crush, that team or player that made you fall in love with sports. Or we sports le- personality. Sports personality is fine. We left off with uh, uh, Jackson talking about uh, Levante David in Ohio State. Uh, Moonbot seconding the Bo Jackson motion. Uh, Moonbot also was uh, there for the Iverson Mellow era. Uh, Brandon got into sports talk because of Mike and Mike. I can actually I can get behind that. Yeah. So it, it was Sports Center in the morning, eating my Wheaties, mm-hmm. and then on the way to school. And, and I remember distinctly, uh, my my family moved. I was going to to Maxi Elementary School mm-hmm. here in Lincoln. Shout out to the Mustangs. Um, and I had one year left, and my family decided to move all the way across town. And me going to my final year of fifth grade was like, Dad, I'm not moving to some new elementary school for one year and then r- rip it all up again and go off to, to middle school. So I was like, we're going to figure this out. I'm going to Maxi next year. And Christian, credit to my parents. They were willing to drive me all the way across town every single day. But you got to, to go to Maxi. And, and what happened was, was every single morning, we'd flip on Mike and Mike in the morning. 
and listen to Mike and Mike on the way to school. I'd sit in the truck and be like, well, I'll, I'll get out at the end of the segment, Dad. Like, just give me a second. Like, we're going to finish this. They're making their picks for the weekend. Picture to go wrong. Like, we're going to listen to that. So Mike and Mike was big and on the way home. It was Chris Schmidt and Jason Peter in the <laughs> afternoon. And I, and I don't kid. It. Like, I am old. These are two of the things I look forward to every You're single day. You're still listening. Mike and Mike in the morning. against your will. <laughs> Chris Schmidt, Jason Peter every single afternoon. That's how we made it back home. So Man, thank that's you. That's cool. You, you're one of the inspirations for me to get into sports talk radio. So I appreciate that. Check is in the mail. I'm next round is on me yeah, but no joke I, I walked in for my interview uh, like years ago now at this point and I hear your voice and I go oh Chris, you're Christian oh I listen to you every single day growing up where's the stogie and I should have been more prepared coming into my interview but as soon as I heard your voice I went what it brought back old memories mm-hmm. of listening to you and JP every mm-hmm. single morning so shout out to you as well wheeze for me do it now um, yeah the uh, Greg in Michigan checks in for roll call did it via email, which is a first, and I love it, Greg. Thanks so much. Brennan uh, is a big Dewan Gross guy. Uh, the night Dewan Gross saved Nebraska against Nichols State, I believe. Redwine checks in. He fell in love with Nebraska. Johnny the Jet, heck yes. Front row ringside. Uh, gold gloves, pimp hat, fur coat. Uh, gals on both sides getting his autograph, worried I might be knived. Red wine, you paint the picture. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. Well, thanks. Appreciate you guys for checking in. Back tomorrow at 4, Coach Barnett with us. Uh, we'll check in with Brandon Vogel, Danny Burke signing, Hale Varsity. Talk to you at 4. Thanks.